can't believe it's almost Christmas. Yeah. Last episode of the year. Sad. Yes, very sad. But also, we did pretty good with being consistent, if I say so myself. Yes, very dedicated. <laughs> I was looking back at the episodes for the year. I can't believe how fast this year has gone. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In some ways, in yeah. some ways not. I feel like it feels really slow when you're like going through the months, and then when you look back, it's like, whoa, where did this year go? Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking I was going to ask you what your favorite episode was, but that seemed kind of bizarre when you're talking about true crime. What's your, <laughs> what's your favorite true crime story? I mean, I have favorite moments in episodes not like the topics just us being funny yeah we definitely had some moments <laughs> that's for sure but, i would say if i had to pick an episode it'd probably be salem yeah that was a good oh. episode it was interesting to like research yeah found out a lot of interesting things yeah i didn't know before yeah i still would like to visit Yes, we do have that list of places we want to visit, right? Yeah. I would say mine would have to be, I think it was the Bloody Mary episode. Because oh. I still, I know that's like, what, the second episode? And I still can't get over the way of you saying Bloody Elizabeth yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> me losing my mind. Yeah, definitely some favorite funny episodes. Yeah. I did kind of like the superstition one. Yeah, agreed, yeah. Because that was fun for me to look up. I guess kind of hard to pick favorites. Yeah, they're <laughs> all my favorites. Yeah, they're all, they're all favorites. <laughs> Not biased at all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, speaking of Christmas, did you know that before Halloween really took off, that at least in Europe, it was traditional to tell ghost stories on Christmas Eve? Really? And do you realize that you watch a ghost story every Christmas Eve? A Christmas Carol? <laughs> oh! <laughs> it's a ghost story. <laughs> well, it doesn't seem like a ghost story. <laughs> no. I mean, I know it's like the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future. Is that is That's that a ghost story. What? <laughs> I was going to say, is that trademarked? Oh. Ghosts of Christmas <laughs> oh, past, know, yeah. present, and future? <laughs> I will say that Christmas Future Ghost did scare me when I was younger. That's in the 1984 adaptation with George C. Scott. Yeah. That we watch every year. Yeah. Hands down my favorite version of A Christmas Carol. Yeah. I don't remember any other version, to be honest. Yeah, because that's the one we always watch, <laughs> but I've seen plenty of them. I feel like we've seen another version before, but I don't remember it. So clearly it wasn't memorable to me. <laughs> <laughs> so that was in 1984 with George C. Scott. George C. Scott also in that year 
played John Rainbird in Firestarter. Yeah. Stephen King. Yeah. Why they casted George C. Scott as a Native American, I'll never know. But that's another story. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Firestarter had Drew Barrymore. Did it really? Yeah, she was the main character, Charlie. And Drew Barrymore brought us all of the other reindeer. Wait, really? See how this all goes around? <laughs> Did she really? Yes. Was she Olive? I think we had the same conversation when we talked about Olive <laughs> before. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, yes. Drew Barrymore from your show, Santa Clarita Diet. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Who was also in the opening scene of Scream and was the main character in Firestarter and was Olive the Other Reindeer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> The more you know. The more you wish you didn't know. <laughs> like I said, the tradition was mostly from Europe as far as telling ghost stories on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Because in America, you know, the Puritans weren't big on traditions that had to do with folklore and supernatural stuff. Yeah. The Christmas Carol actually boosted that tradition when it came out in 1843 and then it remained popular, I think, until like the mid-1900s hmm. when Halloween really started to take off in Europe and stuff. Yeah. Another fun fact, we had just watched The Haunting of Bly Manor. Yeah. Which, Drew Barrymore in there that no, I don't remember? She, no, <laughs> no, she was not. <laughs> that was adapted from Henry James' novella, The Turn of the Screw. In The Turn of the Screw, the narrator is telling the story to his friend sitting around a fire on Christmas Eve. Oh. All these fun facts <laughs> that you don't care about. No, I care. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. Really. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember. Were they around? Weren't they around a fire telling the story? They were, but I don't think it was Christmas. It was oh. like the night before a wedding or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just... You forgot about that part until the ending. Yeah. And another fun fact, the most wonderful time of the year song <laughs> actually has a line in it that references telling ghost stories. Really? Yes. What line is it? Do you know? <laughs> it's, there'll be scary stories and tales of glories of Christmas long, long ago. And I'm not going to sing it for you if that's your next question. <laughs> oh, I wasn't. <laughs> I don't remember that being in there. Yeah, just kind of, you know, those old Christmas songs just yeah. kind of go and you don't really pay attention to them. Yeah. You know, it's funny you mentioned Christmas songs because I just saw somewhere that someone mentioned, I don't remember what song it is, but it starts off with, you better watch out. Yeah. Why does the Christmas song start so threatening? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe because Krampus is going to show up. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Why was that? That's a German thing, isn't it? I think so. Again, Christmas, horror stories. Yeah. Well, there's actually uh, Christmas-themed haunted houses around the country this time of year. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I just now learning this? I don't know, because we've never had them around here, but I know there are in yeah. some states. That's so... Pretty popular. It's interesting. Yeah. Anyway... I believe you're going to kind of lighten it up tonight 
as much as you can with true crime. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So what do you have? So I'm going to be talking about death row inmates, last words, and last meals. I guess that is as light as you can get on (laughs) true true crime. crime. Well, I found out that last meals are referred to as special meals. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't we have this conversation before? Did we? Yes, we we said they should call them Happy Meals. Oh, (laughs) yeah, it's not so happy. Happy for everyone else. (laughs) Is that trademarked? (laughs) Oh my gosh, McDonald's don't come at us. Yes, please. I wonder if anyone on death row has ordered a Happy Meal for (laughs) (laughs) them. Look it up. Oh my gosh. Well, from what I have, spoiler alert, uh, there are no Happy Meals. Okay. That would suck. You know how horrible McDonald's fries are when you bring them home. <laughs> <laughs> well, any, I feel like any fast food, because I feel like they're not going to have like a McDonald's or Burger King right next to a person. Yeah. You never know. Get that after visitation crowd. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, if you see someone in an orange jumpsuit. All those little kitties going to see their moms and dads. <laughs> <It's> so sad. <laughs> Go get a happy meal afterwards. I don't think it makes them any happier. <laughs> anyway. Well, if they did get a happy meal, would they still get the toy? <laughs> <laughs> a shank. <laughs> File. Of course, it'd be a little too late by then. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Go ahead. So I'm going to start off with two of the most talked about, if you can guess who it is. Bundy? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll go to the next one after, but I guess the night before Ted Bundy's execution, he spent a lot of time crying and praying. No, really? (laughs) Is that sarcasm? <laughs> no, I just kind of surprised you always act so tough. Yeah. Well, that's what they said. He was crying. Well, I believe it. I mean, he always acted because he always seemed confident that he would get out of whatever he was in. Well, he did get out quite a few times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On January 24th, 1989, at 7 a.m., Bundy was put in an electric chair at Stark State Prison in Florida. When asked if he had any last words, he said, quote, Jim and Fred, I'd like you to give my love to my family and friends, end quote. Jim Coleman was his lawyer, and Fred Lawrence was a Methodist minister who had spent the evening praying with Bundy. So that's all he said was, give my love to my family? And friends, yeah. Bundy had declined a special meal, So he was given the traditional last meal, which was a medium rare steak, eggs over easy, hash browns, toast with butter and jelly, milk and juice. That's bizarre for the (laughs) (laughs) traditional last meal. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's like breakfast and dinner all together. Steak and eggs are pretty popular. Together? Yeah. Usually for breakfast, though. Steak in the morning? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Ugh. Well, the more you know. 
That yeah. just does not sound good. <laughs> John Wayne Gacy was executed by lethal injection in Illinois on May 10th, 1994. When asked what his last words were, he said, quote, kiss my ass, end quote. <laughs> I can see that just in general from anybody who's about to get executed. Yeah. Having a little bit of an attitude. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so weird. Yeah. His last meal was 12 fried shrimp, a bucket of original recipe KFC, French fries, and a pound of strawberries. I still don't understand how anybody could have an appetite. (laughs) (laughs) I have a hard time eating when I know I have to go to the dentist the next day. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think if I read it correctly, they usually do their last meal like a day or two before. It's not like right before they're being executed, they're getting the meal. Because that would be a mess to clean up whoever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. We had that discussion before, too. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Convicted terrorist Timothy McVeigh, also known as the Oklahoma City Bomber, had no final words before his lethal injection on June 11, 2001 in Indiana. He did leave a handwritten statement that quoted a poem from British poet William I think it's Henley. And the ending line of the poem is, quote, I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul, end quote. His last meal was two pints of mint chocolate chip ice cream. Ew. <laughs> That's not bad. I don't think I'd be able to eat two pints of it in one sitting. Yeah, but I don't know if that's what I would pick. If they said you could have anything you want for your last meal, and it was just... A couple pints of ice cream. (laughs) Of course, again, if he's getting executed the next day or whenever, and even a couple days. Yeah. I don't know. Would you even have an appetite a week before your execution? Well, I'm assuming that these people just have no remorse and they don't care. Yeah, that's true. Just can't get into that mindset. Yeah, but... Well, Bundy apparently (laughs) cared (laughs) if he was crying all night. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't think I would have an appetite. I would definitely be crying all night, but it is shocking <laughs> that he did cry all the like the whole time. Yeah. Gary Gilmore was convicted of killing a motel manager in Utah and also charged with the murder of a gas station employee, but was never convicted of that. He was executed in Utah on January 17, 1977 by a volunteer firing squad. How do you volunteer to do that? Was that his choice or that was the execution style at that point? That might have been the execution style. I didn't read anywhere about it being his choice. I'm sure they could find plenty of people to volunteer. Oh, yeah. I wonder if it was just like police or something. Yeah, I don't know how they did that. His last words were... Let's do it. (laughs) And then after the black hood was put on his head, he said, quote, the Lord be with you, end quote. And the Roman Catholic prison chaplain replied, and with your spirit. (laughs) I don't get the whole salvation 
after you've done those things. Yeah. You know, like like you're going to ask for forgiveness and end up in heaven. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, I don't think that's how it works. Gilmore was the first person legally executed in the U.S. since 1967, ending a 10-year lapse. He donated his organs, and two people received his corneas. And his last meal was a hamburger, hard-boiled eggs, baked potatoes, coffee, and three shots of contraband Jack Daniels whiskey. Hard-boiled eggs. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you got out of that whole thing. (laughs) Yes. Who the hell? (laughs) Ask for hard-boiled eggs for your last meal. Oh, my gosh. Well, how do they give him whiskey? Well, yeah, somebody snuck it in or whatever. How do you feel about people who have been executed donating their organs? Was well, it their choice or I think they should donate them? Well, how would you feel if you had... The recipients probably don't know who. Yeah. But don't you think that should try not to waste them? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on how you, how they get executed. Well, yeah, lethal injection would kind of disqualify any organs i would assume yeah same with gas chamber same with electrocution how would electrocution (laughs) if it's just to the fry all your organs (laughs) well but the other one's like firing squad they don't do hangings anymore so well that's it they should do the hanging because then they could preserve most of the organs that's true i mean firing squad can't hit him in the head if you want to donate his corneas wouldn't you be able to if you like do a straight shot? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't want to do it in the chest because you ruin the heart. Yeah. A lot of complications. Yeah. It seems like a waste to just throw all those good organs away. Yeah. I, I guess if you don't know where they came from, it wouldn't be as bad. But I don't know how I'd feel if I had like a heart transplant and found out it was some serial killers. Yeah, but what are you going to become a... Organs are possessed. You don't know. (laughs) I guess. Bring back the guillotine. Yeah. Uh, That'd be rough. (laughs) I don't know if that would be a bad way to go. The guillotine? Yeah. Uh, Do we have to go back to how many times? Well, if they do it right. (laughs) (laughs) Not the guy chopping the head where it takes five times to get... Get it right, and your yeah. head's still hanging half off. Uh, no, uh, my neck. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that wouldn't be so horrible. Uh, that might be the quickest way to go out, because I feel like hanging you have to be just right, because then otherwise you're just going to suffocate. Yeah. Anyways, not to get so morbid about. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> or sorry, Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays. Yeah. <laughs> Have to be politically correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this next one. <laughs> George Apple was executed by electric chair in New York, 1928, for the murder of a New York City police officer. <laughs> <laughs> His last words were, Well, gentlemen, you're about to see a baked apple. Oh, come on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I gotta admit, it's funny. 
But it is also stated that he said, quote, all the ladies love baked apples, followed by, damn, no power outage. Gotta wonder if people make this stuff up. Yeah. I mean, I wonder how long it took for him to come up with that. <laughs> <laughs> you think they're sitting around while they're waiting for their last meal? <laughs> what am I going to say? <laughs> Well, to me, I think of it as like senior quotes in a yearbook. You know, you take all year to figure out what what your quote is going to be. Really? (laughs) I don't know. I didn't get a quote, so. (laughs) They don't do that in homeschool, but. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty sad. (laughs) I'm going to pass your yearbook around. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) But. That's how I feel like they're just, I mean, what else are you going to do in prison while you're waiting to be executed? I guess, yeah. Think about what your last words are going to be. <laughs> I suppose. I wonder if any of them are going to be like, okay, this is my time. This is my <laughs> time to say what I need to say. <laughs> Jeffrey David Matthews had his execution postponed three times. Two times by the governor of Oklahoma to investigate the claims of innocence and one time because of controversy over the drugs they were going to administer. What controversy? What? What controversy? Oh, I can't get <laughs> What controversy? <laughs> Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> like, I, I said it once. <laughs> I don't even know. Now I'm like questioning if I said it right. I want to know what the big deal about the drugs they're going to administer that they had to postpone it because i mean what is it gonna harm like yeah, they're gonna yeah, kill them gonna... anyway <laughs> yeah i never understood that either oh my god especially if they're complaining that it doesn't work that well and it might take too long wah, wah, wah. <laughs> i'm sorry but <laughs> they're just excuses to prolong and delay yeah he was on death row for the 1994 murder of his great uncle, Otis Earl Short. Matthews and an accomplice robbed his home. He shot his great uncle in the back of the head and slit his great uncle's wife's throat, but she survived. Yeah. Jeffrey Matthews' last words were, quote, I think that the governor's phone is broke. He hadn't called yet, end quote. You know, if they're going to come up with something to say for the last words or think about it. Yeah. I noticed none of them so far have apologized to the victims or their families. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me, to be honest. Yeah, Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. It's just sad. Yeah. I don't know. It's like they're trying to get famous for their last words or they're trying to get god's forgiveness or whomever they believe in yeah but they don't want to apologize to any of the victims like families and stuff allegedly his last meal was a deep dish meat lovers pizza deep fried jumbo shrimp and two hush puppies with vinegar sauce all sounds disgusting yes especially all together (laughs) The executioner should get something special for having to deal with 
these people they're executing. Yeah. I don't think the people who are being executed deserve a last meal. Yeah. Well, not a special last meal. Yeah, no. Anyway. How come they get special last meals, but our school meals are disgusting? (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute, you were homeschooled. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I meant when I was in school. Okay. Although I never ate those. But there was a reason why I never ate those meals. I was very <laughs> lucky to not have to eat the school lunches. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to say this guy's last name right, but quite honestly, I don't really care. So we're just going to go with it. Thomas Grasso. Okay. I have no idea. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> he was sentenced to death for strangling an elderly woman with Christmas lights during a robbery and killing an elderly man six months later to steal his social security check. Disgusting. Yes. Now his last meal, this is a long one, included four dozen steamed mussels and clams, a Burger King double cheeseburger, half a dozen barbecue spare ribs, two strawberry milkshakes along with spaghetti, which led to his final words being, quote, I did not get my SpaghettiOs. I got spaghetti. I want the press to know this. End quote. (laughs) Yeah, they're all a bunch of assholes. (laughs) (laughs) One, how much crap do you get to eat before you get executed? Yeah, that's a lot. And then wah, wah, wah. (laughs) (laughs) I bet with him, he was like, what am I going to say for my last words? And he's like, they didn't get me (laughs) SpaghettiOs. That's what I'm going to talk about. I think SpaghettiOs should be the standard for the last meal. And not heat it up. I write yeah, out of the can. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, why would you heat it up for them? I know. Well, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Cold SpaghettiOs. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Just open the can and give them a spoon. Yeah. <laughs> Make them drink it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be disgusting. Yeah. Ronnie Lee Gardner was executed in 2010 by firing squad by the state of Utah. He killed a man during a robbery and killed his attorney while he was being transported to his hearing. He had life in prison for the first murder and death penalty for the second. He didn't have any last words, but his last meal was a lobster tail, steak, apple pie, vanilla ice cream, and 7-Up while watching Lord of the Rings. I don't understand the special treatment, but... Yeah. I wonder if he did Lord of the Rings because it's such, like, a long movie series. That yeah, he, like, especially the was... extended version. <laughs> yeah, he thought it was <laughs> going to, like, delay. They're going to forget about him. <laughs> oh, damn. We forgot to execute you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it didn't work, thankfully. Yeah. Once again, I do not know if I'm saying the last name right, but... Oh, well. Robert Charles... Towery was executed by lethal injection in 2012. He was charged for injecting battery acid into his victim before strangling him to death during a 1991 robbery. Jesus. Yeah. His last words were, quote, I love my family. Potato, potato, potato. End quote. 
The potato reference was a message to his nephew. Allegedly, it is because it is a sound that a Harley Davidson motorcycle makes when the engine is idle and was his way of saying everything is okay. His last meal was a porterhouse steak, sautéed mushrooms, baked potato with butter and sour cream, steamed asparagus, clam chowder, Pepsi, milk, and apple pie with vanilla ice cream. Oh my gosh. He should have been injected with battery acid. Yeah. You know? Ugh. Sounds horrible. But horrible for his victim, not for him. And for his last meal, they should have poured battery acid over everything and said, here you go. Yeah. And instead of Pepsi, have it just full battery acid. Yeah. Ugh. In 1992, Robert Harris was executed in California for the abduction and murder of two teenage boys in 1978 with his brother, Daniel Harris. They forced the teenagers to drive them somewhere isolated and Robert shot them once they got there. The vehicle was then used in a bank robbery. Robert was sentenced to the gas chamber and Daniel served six years. Robert's last words were, quote, you can be a king or a street sweeper, but everyone dances with the Grim Reaper, end quote. That makes no sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Bizarre, 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 bizarre. Yeah. That doesn't shock me, though. His last meal was a 21-piece bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken, two large Domino pizzas with no anchovies, ice cream, a bag of jelly beans, a six-pack of Pepsi, and a pack of Camel cigarettes. Jeez. I don't think he ate the cigarettes. <laughs> 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 At least should've I made hope him. not. Yeah, I should have made him eat it. Oh my gosh. But yeah. Well, so much for a lighter episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanna know, did the dominoes did they have to deliver it to the prison oh. or did someone go pick it up? <laughs> like it's just weird to think that like these are things that you eat whenever you want to. Not them. Not them, yeah. But like us people who are not in prison for murdering people. Yeah, but the KFC sounds good. I haven't had that in a while. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, I haven't had that in a while either. (laughs) (laughs) Going back to what you said, let alone like eating anything, like a bite of anything, but these are like meals. Like not even meals, they're like... Feast. (laughs) Feast. Like, I don't know. I feel like a bunch of people can eat a 21-piece bucket of chicken and two large pizzas. I think they should let them think they're getting a last meal, let them order all this stuff, (laughs) and then say, oh, sorry. (laughs) Well, you know what? Here's a piece of toast. (laughs) Piece of toast. (laughs) Like a really burnt piece of toast. (laughs) I think they should, you know how they have the viewing room, at least for lethal injection they should have all the people in the viewing room eating their last meal in front of them (laughs) instead of them yeah yeah (laughs) dinner and a show wow oh my gosh now okay another question we might have talked about this before but as we discovered my memory is not that great right now would you go and view someone's execution i wouldn't just to do it but if i was family of a victim or something i wouldn't have a problem yeah. viewing it at all 
Yeah. I think they should let the family of the victims, like, inject them or pull the lever for the chair. Yeah, I'm not sure if they would want to do that or not. (laughs) Well, I mean, as an option. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't want to do that because I don't want to, like, stoop down to their level, I guess. I mean, maybe tie them up and give the victims families bats <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's an idea <laughs> yeah oh that'd be interesting yes like a pinata like stand in line and take turns yeah. <laughs> i don't know like you said yeah if i were like the family of a victim i don't think i would mind going i probably feel like i'd regret not going yeah but yeah can people just randomly go in there no i think you have to be reporters or family or other people who are invited so weird that reporters can do that yeah i don't i don't agree with the you know public executions like they used to have yeah especially like if children are watching right i don't know it's just bizarre to me yeah it is is that it yes Alrighty, well, on that fine note, (laughs) we'll just wrap it up and start the festivities. Yay! (laughs) Or at least take a Christmas holiday. Yeah. Happy holidays. Thank you for joining us. Make sure to visit next week for more weird and creepy story. Not next week. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure to visit us for more weird and creepy stories. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 12past3 or email us at podcast at 12past3.com. Good night. Happy holidays. Good night.